Hello, hello. Welcome into Game Static, episode 98. I'm on site with Sparky3. Hope you're having a phenomenal day. Whatever day you're listening or watching this podcast over at youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, I got both the boys here. I think I got Zach, so John on Discord. Boys, how are we doing? How are we feeling? I'm doing good. I'm ready to go. I mean, we actually had quite a bit come out. One real big thing, then a yep. couple small things for me. And yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was actually quite a bit of stuff this week, surprisingly. Yeah, it was. Going to have a lot of good conversation. You know, the big thing, of course, he's referring to is Pokemon Presents. We've been waiting on this one for a little bit now, so we're going to be diving into that, plus some other things. John, what about you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. You guys, you guys gave me long enough to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. John was enjoying yeah. a wonderful nap when I hit him up. Hey, Zach's here. Do you just want to do Discord? <laughs> I, yeah, I had woken, I had woken up a few minutes before you messaged me. It looked at the time, and I was like, I should probably try to find some food. <laughs> <laughs> and then pot time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we do have some good conversations this week, though. With Pokemon presents, of course. Uh, John and I will continue to talk about Digimon Survive. IGN first for this month is over Gotham Knights, 16 minutes of gameplay there. Uh, and then a game from the past, making its return. Zach will talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, but if you could, go check us out on our website, sparky3.com. You sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. And uh, make sure to check out all of our sponsors and partnerships that are linked down in the description below. Rogue Energy, uh, Red Dragon, and Swift Grips. You'll hear more about them later on in the podcast. And for our merch store, we do have a promo code. Promo code TECHPROBS makes it return. That's TECHPROBS with a Z for 25% off. Because we had a tech prob right when we're kicking off a terrible football show live. It is what it is. That's Sparky3 for you. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's everything. The main things. Yeah. You know, follow us over at Twitter. Oh, I will also say this because I, I sent it out to, in our Discord. Make sure to join the Discord, of course. That's down, linked down in the description below. Uh, link down in the description below as well is a Game Static dedicated YouTube channel. If you guys could subscribe to that, we'd appreciate that. Uh, at some point, we want to move over to that channel, uh, but we would want to pass a certain subscriber count before we do. Everything that will still be here for now, including when this show goes live, Terrible Football Show Live, all that's here at Sparky3. Uh, but at some point, we want to move over to those dedicated channels. It's just better for the algorithm. We are very openly acknowledged that how we do business on Sparky 3 is not good for business. No. <laughs> because I don't the, know YouTube, what you're talking about. the YouTube algorithm will just bury us yeah, constantly. Well. I know it will. So that's why we do want to get over to the dedicated channels at some point. So if you could drop a subscribe, we'd appreciate that. It's down below. Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and dive into some stuff, I guess, because we do have. That Pokemon Presents. So we're going to try the Sources thing again that we did last week. We'll see how well this continues to go. I like the idea of it, but the execution of it will pro will, will just be kind of a rocky path here for a little while until we get to the next setup. You know what I mean? Once we get out into the next setup, I feel like it's going to be smooth sailing because everything's in your control. <laughs> and we'll have a proper switcher. That's the main thing, guys. We'll have a proper camera switcher and not just using hotkeys. New tab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New tab. And then as we're talking about something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to fact jump. Click, click, boom, switch scenes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. Uh, okay. But kicking things off, of course, Pokemon Resents. We did have that this week. Uh, you know, it was about 20 minutes, uh, 10 minutes focus on Scarlet and Violet, which is the main thing to talk about here. Hold on. Before we get into Scarlet and Violet, what did y'all think about the Pokemon Presents just in general? It was, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Mostly because the Scarlet and Violet stuff carried the way. I thought the Pokemon Unite stuff was fine because that, that kind of caught my eye because I have been low key itching to want to play it again. Mm -hmm. Um, so that stuff was cool. Cafe Remix, no real opinion. Uh, Ghost stuff. That's cool that we're still doing the Go Fest and everything. I didn't realize Go had a PVP other than just taking gems. Yeah, and that's actually a good thing to also point out, is I do like 
the the first part of it focusing on worlds yes. and them including uh go into worlds and we knew we we knew you that was a given so it's cool to see if both of those will be involved in worlds here soon i'm looking I, forward to watching worlds i enjoyed the trophy because when yep. they showed off the trophy i just went they took a note from exhibit <laughs> i heard you like pokemon and trophies so here's a trophy with pikachu holding a trophy basically what about you john what was your overall thoughts I mean, kind of similar to you. I mean, I I liked the first part about it, like you said. I liked the focus on worlds where they're like, where they were actually taking the time to to bring it up, mention it, and kind of promote it some. Uh, and then it was kind of, I mean, United stuff, Go stuff. I mean, it's kind of whatever for me. Uh, Scarlet and Violet at the end really is, it, in my opinion, it's kind of what carried everything through on this. Yeah, the bread and butter. Yeah, and I mean. Overall, it was it was decent. Yeah. Wouldn't it wasn't anything like monumental, I would say, but it was it was decent. We just got some more information that uh, or confirmation, I would say, of a lot of what we've been hearing. That is true. There was a lot of confirmation yes. in this presents from the leaks that we just covered a few weeks ago. Uh, I will say some of the leaks that we talked about. Uh, that same leaker has now come back, but even before this presents came out and put out there that there was, like, a misunderstanding on his part about a couple of the things. So, like, a couple gotcha. of things I'm referring to is, like, the quality of life improvements that everyone and their mother was very happy to hear stayed in the game mm -hmm. from Pokemon Legends being the um, the move learning and the um, evolution stuff. That is not back in the game. Oof. Yeah, so, like, every, like you're, you know, so-and-so wants to learn a new move will pop back up again, and you have to go through that whole process like, you know, like we've always had. Yeah. So, yeah, there was apparently a misunderstanding on that because this leaker i think you know, just doesn't not very not very fluent in english is the gotcha. bottom line so uh you know and that was also pretty much confirmed in this pokemon presents because i think there was like a single shot of where it's like quaxley wants to you know learn wing attack it's like oh yeah well there's that so so much of the quality of life improvements but but either way it was a good presents a lot of information like uh, like they're saying that uh, we had previously talked about in the leaks that have now been confirmed um, so like I said, there's about 10 minutes focusing on Scarlet and Violet. Uh, lots of, got lots of different screenshots here on the screen. We've got a lot of information on how the legendaries are being used as yeah. well, uh, which are, they are your, your riding companions, you know, kind of like how Pokemon legends, you know, you would have your X amount of beast, you know, your Pokemon to do X function. Now both these legendaries can do everything, which is convenient. And I feel like we were probably getting to this point eventually anyway. Yeah. Uh, just be, I mean, we, they started this whole trend in uh, Sun and Moon where you would summon like Charizard to get around or summon Sharpedo to ride or whatever. So it all started there and we were kind of getting to this point where we were, it was probably just going to be one Pokemon eventually. So yeah. that kind of makes sense. Well, so I kind of wish it wasn't the legendary though. That is true. And that was a lot of people's <laughs> now, beef because you get it like right like, at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it's like, because then it's like you have it, and then it's just, I mean, it's just there. It almost feels like it kind of demeans the legendary in a yeah. sense, because you're just riding it around and using it as a fucking tool. Shout out to Pokemon 5Ds. That was absolutely incredible. Loved it. Uh, I also saw My a lot beef with it was for the Scarlet version. He doesn't, he, he runs. He runs, but he Every, has those fucking wheels. Everyone's beef is about that, and I was, that's what I was actually just about to talk about. Like, I saw people point out where it's just like, it's just because the wheel doesn't work, you know. He's prehistoric, so it's like it's yeah, evolution. Fucking needy. <laughs> you could have changed his design, goddamn it! It's like it could have, it could, it could just be the difference where the futuristic one has the wheels and the other one just runs around and flies over it. That would have been fine and get, made it look more primal. That, uh, that's fair. This, 
It's like now, it's like, because I've always played on getting Scarlet. Now I'm going to get this goofy-ass looking... See, I was playing on getting Scarlet too, but now I'm like... Well, Violet's Legendary looks a lot better for using Asa Transport. I'm I I don't I'm still low key leaning uh, Scarlet, but I don't know. Like the whole mindset of like you know, because the whole theme, of course, of these games is past and future. The future mm-hmm. is more my vibe, but like I don't know, man. The Scarlet Legendary, I still think it looks fucking cool. Like I mean, that's my I mean, preferred. The Scarlet of the two. Legendary outside of how you ride it, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Outside, yeah. Outside of ride mode, it looks awesome. Well, it it will also still come down to what Pokemon is exclusive for both. You know, that's still what it will come down to for me because I Man. like I like both. Both are cool. So I I so I mean, but at this rate, it sounds like I'm probably gonna play Scarlet because I know Josh is already locked in on Violet. It sounds like you guys are transitioning to Violet. So I may have, I may just have to. I Scarlet. mean, I'm still gonna go Scarlet. I'm just oh, not okay. gonna be happy about it. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we also got to look at the the Pokemon region. Got a, an official map, official artwork. Looks very clean. Looks absolutely huge. Uh, lots of different areas on here to check out and explore. I uh, see multiple cities and towns, so that's actually pretty sweet there. Um, looking forward to seeing what more like like, like that middle area is about, and like a couple other spots here and there. But I mean, it's it is looking like an absolutely insanely huge map. Uh, now let's actually dive into some general information that we got kind of got out of this whole process. Uh, so Paldea region, that is confirmed to be the name. So shout out to that. Uh, there are three main stories that you'll follow. Uh, the gym battle storyline, the treasure hunt storyline, which is apparently involving like the Academy stuff, of course. And then the third storyline they did not address. I did current, I did like fact check this on the Pokemon website, everyone's tweets. Like there is no confirmation on what that third storyline is. So keeping a little bit of a mystery there. Uh, you can go th- between all three stories at ease and you will have one rival per storyline. The Arvin, uh, Nemo- Nemona and Penny, each of them, will be your rivals per storyline. Uh, and then you've, you will be enrolling in whatever academy per game. And I would only safely assume that uh, the academy professor, whatever, like the like the head of the academy, I'm willing to bet is probably your your antagonist of the game. He gives off that antagonist vibes. I did see from like the leakers and stuff that the antagonist has already been revealed. So I would put money that it's the, the guy that leading the academy. I mean, because he didn't look shady at all. No, not in the slightest. Uh, all right, now the gym battles. So we did get the confirmation that we previously chatted about that there is no level scaling, but there is no set path. You can seek out a stronger gym if you want to. You can go hit up the eighth gym leader, technically, if you want to, right out of the gates. So now that this is confirmed, how are we feeling about it? Because I see two sides of it online where one side is very upset about it, where it's like, come on, let's scale with it, you know? You know, kind of like they do an actual Pokemon lore. Yeah. You know, kind of like the Pokemon Origins anime. Brock's like, oh, you, you know, you, you, you know, this is your first gym. Okay, I'll use these instead. You know, because that adds a little extra lore to it. But then I also saw like other people be like, I mean, it's kind of the same principle that Breath of the Wild is. You can literally start the game and immediately go to Ganon if you want to. Like, it's your choice. Yeah. So I've seen both sides of it. What you guys take on it now? Still the I'm same. On, I'm on the side of like, I kind of like the no level scaling. I like yeah. the idea of if you. If you want to go, like, there being the progression of power, kind of, where it's like you can follow it, you could follow the story, like, kind of the route dictated by levels and that to, to kind of follow the intended path or so, or something like that. Or if you want to, you can start the game heading head in one direction and just go that way and, and kind of make it work and give yourself a much harder challenge if you want to, if that's what you decide you want to do. I like the I like that there's the option to do that, 
especially since this is their first time letting us have the option. I like that the option exists in this scenario. Okay. I mean, I just like it because it is more or less a pro- progress thing for the Pokemon games because we've all gotten used to the whole progression thing of you start here and you just travel through the main gyms and then you have side stories here and there. So the fact that they did Legends, it did well, and now we're getting this more open world style with Gen 9. Um, I'm just happy with it because we're getting some variety and they are actually progressing the game and adding new um, ways of playing it besides just our traditional way we know. Yeah. Uh, I actually uh, completely agree uh, with what you guys are saying because like, at first... Like, knee-jerk reaction, it's just like, you know, when the leak came out for it, it was like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks, you know, because it is in the lore that that's how gyms work. It's just like, oh, I'm your first gym battle, I'm your second, oh, let me use these mons, you know, go for weaker mons, whatever. Like, so it'd make more sense of its scale, but at the same time, I, I just remembered, you know, how Breath of the Wild is set up, you know, with, again, you can literally start the game with your, you know, once you get off um, the plateau, whatever, go straight again if you want to with a, a stick and a pot, go for it. Give it your best shot. You can beat the game. So, like, I, I kind of like that. I, I kind of like that mentality of like, hey, if you want to go take on that harder challenge route and make it harder for you, go for it. You know, so I, I'm personally fine with that. I know a lot of people are still very upset about it, though. Uh, they did say how you can basically plot your own path uh, along to Victory Road. So, Victory Road still being part of the game. That's cool. Uh, once you collect all eight gems, you will take a special test called the Champion Assessment. Once you pass the assessment, your strength will be acknowledged and you will be given the Champion Rank. So I was kind of curious about that, the Champion Assessment. Like, is that... Is that, is that the Elite Four? Yeah, like, is that just the Elite Four yeah. and then the Champion? Or is that something else? Yeah. Or can there be more than one Champion Ranked trainers, you know? Uh, so that's something I was kind of curious about there. I wasn't sure what exactly they meant by that, but... You know, trying to keep it a secret, of course. Uh, and then the new gimmick. I uh, did get the the full breakdown on the gimmick, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, we previously talked about being the crystallization stuff. Uh, terrastal uh, phenomenon is what it's called. Uh, so, essentially, there are the Terra Jewels that the Pokemon will have. Uh, the Terra Jewels will differ depending on the type. Uh, all Pokemon in the Paldea... You know, I, did, I did notice they specifically said in the Paldea region, which tells me anything that you pull from home Will not have it. Exactly. So I did notice that. That was an interesting little tidbit that I noticed. Uh, are able to terrestrialize. T- uh, um, all ter- all Pokemon's Terra types is inactive until the Pokemon ter- uh, t- uh, uses the Terra transformation. Uh, at that point, the Pokemon will become their X Terra type, whatever it is. Um, for example, like some Eevee will just have the normal Terra, but then some will have a flying Terra, for example. Uh, all 18 types have Terra types, uh, meaning there are countless combos for Pokemon and Terra types. All Pokemon can have all 18 Terra types, which that was interesting as well. That's something me and Josh were talking about the other day, where it's just like, is it going to be set up where only certain Pokemon can get certain types? Like, you know, like, let's say, like, Eevee, for example, since its whole theme, obviously, has always been the multiple evolutions, could it maybe get all 18? And then maybe, let's say, Lucario, for example, could only get five or six. You know, like, yeah. you know, like how would that vary? But no, all 18 Terra types. So that is very interesting, and it's going to be very interesting for competitive. Uh, you will need a Terra Orb uh, to transform the Pokemon. It can only be used once and loses energy. Uh, that is essentially referring to, like, Megas. It's not, okay. like you, it's not like you lose it permanently. It's just referring to simply in the battle. Um, it's it, But it's also not a held item, which is very interesting, because Megastones were. 
So you can essentially have this like like a GMAX transformation, yes. but also still have an item, which is that's pretty that's pretty wacky in my opinion. Uh, you can find the shining crystals scattered all throughout the region, filled with the terrestrial energy, which we did see in there is like the multiple colors, and those is how you do the Terra raids, which those Pokemon will have whatever Terra type once you get into the raids. Um, so. With this whole transformation thing, the one thing that's very interesting is the fact that everyone can have every type because you got to keep in mind, like, certain Pokemon, you know, will be able to get access to whatever type but not have a move in that type. So they're just essentially becoming that type just to become that type. So there's, like, multiple levels of strategy that you can put into this where it's like you're using a Terra type to give yourself a better advantage in X type capacity, as well as get a bonus stab. Cause that's also the big draw point with Terra evolution is the stab bonus. Mm -hmm. Or you can simply be like, Oh, based on this is what the team is probably going to run or like based on whatever the meta is, you know, and you want to use this Mon to transform it into a completely different type of, of, of what of a type that it does not have in its move pool, simply just to give it a better type advantage. You won't get a stab, but at least you won't get completely, you know, fucked from you know whatever the meta is it's at the like, time. It, it, it basically uh, what I got from it is, even if they don't get a move where you can benefit from the stab for whatever that type is, you're still since you book. It's like since that essentially gives you that type, you're getting all the defensive bonuses of having it. Yep, exactly. Uh, now, Centro uh, did put up a pretty decent little breakdown here of how the stab essentially works. So they use Magnemite as the example, being electric steel. So it's like regular stab for both those types. You go, let's say normal type, uh, Terra Evolution, uh, it gets a pure normal stab, but loses the other two. Uh, but then if you go like pure electric, which, you know, it being electric type, it already had a stab as it is, then it gets a bonus stab essentially. So you'll get a two time stab because you're Terra Evolution into a type it already had. Uh, so that's actually pretty clutch because, I mean, like a, an example that I had in our script here was like Lucario fighting steel. So I could Terra type into a fighting type, get two times fighting or Terra type into a steel type, get two times steel. If I'm understanding this correctly, uh, based on how everyone's been describing it. So I think that's actually pretty sweet. Uh, and that could that could really be very interesting for competitive. Uh, I did see some other people that are involved with the leaks and everything. They did say that this is a lot more balanced for competitive than you initially would think at first knee-jerk reaction. So we're just going to have to see how that plays out. But the Terra Evolution stuff, like, you know, now that it's kind of getting broken down, like, I'm actually here for it. You know, like, G-Max was really cool. I like G-Max mm -hmm. a lot. I liked planning around, like, okay, this type gets me this bonus, this type gets me this bonus, and it works for all my mons. This one kind of, you know, takes us back to the time where it's like, you know, Megas where one mon gets X bonus, whatever. But, like, just, like, the different combinations uh, that you can do with it is very, very fascinating because you could have a, a team of six Pokemon that can all, you know, use the Terra types. Um, and then, you you know, you just use based on whatever the situation calls for, you know, or going into in competitive battling and stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I actually think the, the, Terra, the Terra stuff is actually pretty cool, in my opinion. How are you guys feeling about it? I mean, it sounds very interesting. My curiosity, because how they stated that every Pokemon can get any of the other 18 types, and but the one thing that they did mention in the trailer is that some terrors are rare for Pokemon. So yeah, yeah, true. I'm, I'm going to be curious what the percentages are and of odds are of just finding out on the field versus having to farm it in their versions of the raids or the terror raids or yeah, whatever. That's, a, that's where, a great point. Which are 
going to supposedly have a higher chance for those rare terrors on Pokemon. Right. Yeah, I would have... Kind of same thing. I would assume that the raids are going to be there to give you those rare exceptions. Yeah, and uh, special like raid events they do, like they do normally. Yeah. They'll probably do bonus events. Like, oh, for this weekend, this terror type, whatever, is going to be more you know common to find. So, yeah. Uh, overall, I mean, it seems fine. Uh, essentially, just replacing replacing whatever your type is with something like with one, or like just changing your type in general. Uh, I mean, seems interesting. I mean, we'll we'll have to kind of see how it is. Uh, the the only thing I, the only problem I have is kind of visually with them because every single mon that they show that that went through this form, they just look fucking goofy. I knew you were gonna like, say even that. Yeah, more that with so. with their crowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like because they just the crowns are a hit or a miss right now online. It's like they're they just. I don't know. It's like we haven't seen that many of them. They only showed us a couple of them. Yeah. But it's like. Yeah, we only the, saw five the, types, the, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you showed. It's like you mentioned, like, uh, the comparison to Mega earlier. Difference between this from what we've seen so far and the Megas. Most of the Megas look like, cool. Pretty cool looking. Yeah. So far, we just got some goofy looking bitches. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to roll Quaxley until he becomes a fairy Terra. A fairy tear. <laughs> I'm mad. More, more power to you. Just think, think, just think, think about people who are uh, have to do nuzlocks with this. If they have to take into account tears at all, if they're going to bother. Yeah. Or for people who go shiny hunting, if someone wants to actually play with a shiny and if they're looking for oh. a certain Terra. <laughs> well, okay. I did see that there will be an item to allow you to change Terra types, which is probably going to be like a late game sort of thing and tough and kind of hard to get kind of like all the competitive items in gotcha. Sword and Shield. So that would be the only plus. But trying to imagine trying to like shiny hunt to find a certain terror type. Oh, my God. That sounds brutal. I mean, I, mean, I know there's people out there who would fucking do it, too. A-Drive would be one. I know that. Because, like, you know, he like when, like when if he needs, like, a certain hidden ability, he will grind and get multiple shinies of the wrong one. Yep. Oh, that's brutal. I, I don't have the patience for shiny hunting like a lot of people. Like, Josh, man, the amount of time Josh spends shiny hunting. Did he ever get that? Get what? The shiny he was hunting? Oh, I mean, he's got I mean, he's got hundreds of shinies. Okay. Yeah, no, Josh has gotten hundreds of shinies, but he's also dumped a stupid amount of time into getting them. And it's funny because, like, you know, when it came to the DBA, shout out to that dead league, uh, Josh was, like, really wanting his entire team to be shiny whatever, but then, like, later on after he got, like, obviously his shit wrecked, he did obviously did not win in the DBA. Uh, you know, he openly admitted to me later, he's like, yeah, if I would have just spent more time practicing battling and not shiny hunting, I probably could have been a lot better. I was just like, yeah, man, that's what I was doing the whole time was practicing battling, like, nonstop. Practicing battling, looking up some damage calcs and stuff. That's, yeah, that's what you got to spend time on, not just mindlessly running back and forth with a bike. Uh, the terror raids, though. Um, the one thing that's about the terror raids that's pretty sick is they changed how you can uh, do the battle itself, which is amazing. I love it. Where you can continue attacking without having to wait for other trainers to yes. choose their actions. Thank Christ. Because trying to pair up with some idiots online, bro, like they'll sit there for like the entire time. Like, just just hit attack. I want to get this over with. Like, God, I'm so pumped about that part. Yeah, they made an old RPG system of just your action bar's full, go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> with the multiplayer, uh, it 
with the way they kind of talked about on the on the website with the blog posts and stuff, because I went and checked it out afterwards, it doesn't really seem to indicate that the multiplayer is literally anything else other than exploring raid battles and then battling each other. That's it. That's sort of sad. Yeah, so it's like I, you know, I gave me like Far Cry Four vibes, you know, because me and Andy used to do that, and there was no story content. You do just go around and fuck up shit. And that, that was it, and you know, so that's the vibes that I got reading their post. Is that that's all you can really do? Yeah. Which if the map's big enough, that could be fun. I mean, but I mean, it could be fun, but also, I mean, like we like I said a couple times before, I I like the idea of like someone like you. Heading to a gym, like going to do a gym battle, and then your buddy just walking in, throwing his mods down, and be like, "All right, two v one, motherfucker." Yep. See, I thought that'd be cool too, but I guess I can understand it not being there. But I mean, with uh, you know, with uh, the exploring aspect, and you know, especially with how large this map is, I mean, it could set it up where it's like you know, we could all play, for example, and then go in different directions to try to find mods to complete our decks. And, you know, in this chat over Discord, it's like, hey, I found this mon. He's here, you know. So, I mean, there's those. Or we can do something real wild of just jump into a game, say everyone go in direction, catch Pokemon for, like, an hour. And then meet back hour, up and battle. Then meet and just <laughs> battle. Let's do it. It's like, hey, I, I got this part of the map. You know, you got that part. Let's go. <laughs> I'm here for it. Let's go. That'd be fun. That'd be, fun. That'd, that'd be probably a pretty fun YouTube video, too. So, may, we may have to look at that. Uh, did get some new uh, Pokemon. I uh, revealed just three. Uh, one of them, well, apparently technically four, there was a fourth one in, in this Pokemon presents according to the leakers, um, sea Titan ice, pure ice type with slush rust and thick fat. Very, very good. Yeah. Especially with what that's his abilities. It, it, oh yeah he's, yeah. he's going, he's going deeper into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For me, who's the most casual Pokemon, yeah. you said stuff, and I went, the fuck you said? Yeah, no, his default ability is Thick Fat, and I think that, you know, the, I think there was the hidden ability was Slush Rush. Uh, from how this dude looks, you know, it looks like it's going to be obviously a very um, hardcore physical attacker. I'm curious what his attack stat would be. Those two abilities, both very, very good. Uh, Fido, uh, naturally capturing the internet's love, a little, you know, bread, you know, dog. It's a fairy a little... type. Dog made out of dough. Yep, love it. It's adorable. Uh, and then uh, Paldean, a uh, Wooper. Best poison, Pokemon. Poison ground type, yeah. Uh, and then apparently the other Pokemon that was in this is uh, there was like a shot of a car. The engine on the car is apparently a Pokemon. It's a steel, it's a poison steel type. Uh. But the leaker said that it is a Pokemon. So, but yeah, Paldean, Wooper also claim the hearts of the internet. <laughs> Shots fired an engine that's poison steel type. Yep. <laughs> yep. Man, they always be firing some shots, bro. I mean, like, do we do, do we need to go back and look at Gen 5? I mean, we don't, but it's still <laughs> there funny. There are some shots fired in a couple of those mods. It's like, some still bad funny. shots fired. Uh, but yes, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Pokemon presents a lot of information came out of this. They like, post a lot of information afterwards. A lot of good shit. I'm very excited for the games. Um, just overall thoughts on just uh, some of the stuff we chat about. How, how we feeling as a whole? I mean, as a whole, it seems very good and, and should be very entertaining. My only thing is, I hope I would with the whole exploration thing. I'll be curious to see how much that will go into effect because I would like to see a bit more done with the multiplayer. Just because. They gave us multiplayer, yeah. where people can be on one map together. Give us something, <laughs> right? Yeah, because it's like, especially if the idea is just explore together, battle each other, and do. It's like 
yeah, just giving multiplayer in some games and just being like, here, you can play on the same map together. In some games, that works out great. But for Pokemon, it's like, I mean, we can we can run off that way and both catch Pokemon, I guess. Sure. Or battle each other. But, I mean, that's... that's if, the, if that's the extent of it, then uh, that, that could be a little disheartening. I mean, the idea, like like Zach said, everybody kind of get on fresh. It's like no no item, no nothing. Meet here, run off different directions. You get like an hour. That could be an entertaining way to battle. Yeah. But outside of that, it's it doesn't seem like there's a lot there. I was about to say, because when they say multiplayer, the first thing you would think of Pokemon would be Dual battles. Yeah. Being able to dual battle. So maybe we'll get a bit more about it. That is true. I mean... Closer to release, but... Because yeah. being able to run around, the first thing I thought when I heard that was being able to double battle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is something they could explore on, you know, for like some post-game content with the Pokemon League, because it was with Sword and Shield. I think it was came with the Crown Tundra DLC, the ability to go in, like, pick a partner from some of the gym leaders and stuff and do du- double battles in the Pokemon League. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was part of the deal. So maybe maybe that is a thing, and just in, like, post-game, uh, is that we can pair up with friends and just go battle in, like, a bracket-esque format like how it was in Sword and Shield. Who knows? We'll see. John, you were going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say that, like, his thing of, like, dual battling is kind of, kind of where I was at, because I was like... It, like that idea of like being in a battle, your buddy showing up and being like, "Well, what's he gonna do if I just throw my mons out here and he has to battle me?" It'd right. be, it would, it would be interesting if like he he was like, "Oh shit, there's two of them now," and throws out another mon, or if there was someone like someone nearby, like an NPC or someone nearby that showed up to battle as well. That's that's one of the things that I had I had thought would be interesting if they had given us that option right my prediction on this multiplayer thing is that it's going to be like super hype for like the first month while everyone's completing their pokedex yeah but after that outside of that it's never going to happen yeah it'll be for like hey you want to do some raids yeah sure and that's about the extent that it's going to be other than people coming up with weird ideas based on whatever we find out in the game yeah exactly exactly pokemon presents though uh pretty solid really enjoyed it Hello, let's take a quick moment to talk about one of our partners, Rogue Energy. You can check out some Rogue Energy with the referral link down below. Use promo code SPARKY3 for 10% off your order. Rogue has a little bit of everything for everyone. Energy formula, hydration formula, extreme, and even shakes. Lots of great shake your choices. Get a starter kit today using our referral link and promo code to get 10% off your order. We definitely appreciate that. Now back to the show. Uh, Let's hop over from there. Uh, Let's do Digimon Survive. Talk about that more. All right, I'm going to go to sleep, guys. All right, dude, have a good nap. Uh, John, Digimon Survive, how are you feeling about it now? After yeah, a week, I'm going week, week to ask you a question here. Okay. Do you like the battling, like the tactics battling at all? I almost feel like this game could have gone without it. Oof. I do to an extent. They're, it like, feels more tedious than anything. It does. It, it unfortunately it does. I do like it to an extent. Like when every time a battle does come up, I'm like, oh, all right, get to go do something else and play a visual novel. Let's go. <laughs> but then we get into the battle and it just takes forever. And I'm just well, it like, takes forever Ugh. because, like, if you do a free battle, you have anywhere from like two to five, like opponents on the field. Yep. And three of them are just going to run away. Yep. 
What? Like they're gonna every turn they will actively run away from yeah, where you're. If it's like rookie are. Digimon, they'll just bounce. It's like, like fuck yeah, this. It's like they'll just start running to the corner of the map and, and just try to hide. I yep. mean it makes and sense, but still. It's like and then they'll only attack if like when you corner them on the other side. So it takes like seven turns to even get to them. Yep. And then like for some of the story battles and that it's like the main boss enemy that you're supposed to be fighting will actively move towards you. But the rest of them will just kind of sit in their their quadrant of the battlefield and it's like, okay, we're going to be over here for after you take him down and then you got to come get us just to clear the mission. Yeah, and then there's the some missions because I know I've had them in like part five, for example, where it's like your mission is literally just take out the one that's coming at you, but then on the map, like behind you and over here, there are like other Digimon there, but they're like so far away that by the time they actually get to the point where you could fight them, you've already taken out the main Digimon and the mission's cleared. So it's like, okay. <laughs> but the, the, the battling third, because we've both completed part five yep. now. Yep. And, uh, I don't know, some of the, like the visual novel stuff, like the main part of the game is the visual novel and I'm, it's like I get much more excited at this point whenever I get the free action or the exploration time in it than I do for when battles come up. Uh, I, could, I could potentially agree to that. Because, I don't know, the, the battling side of it, it's not it's not bad necessarily. There's annoying things with it. The battling is fun. Like if you're just doing, like if you get some uh, free battles when you're not against like the rookie Digimon, they actually come at you. It's some fun to actually go in there and do it. Some of the story battles are pretty fun too. But for the most part, I am enjoying the visual novel aspect of it. Just how are you enjoying the story? I'm paying more attention to it than I thought I would after, like, day one. Like, I know you were kind of skipping through some of it. Yeah, I did. That first, like, two ch- two parts is just hold your hand the whole time. Yeah, I did, boy. I just, I got, no. I got, I got the gist of what was happening. We were, were scared. We're in the woods. There's monsters. We got to find everyone. I got it. Fucking stop holding my hand. I want, I wanted to get to the point where my hand was no longer being held. But yeah, no, I've, I haven't really skipped through anything. I've been, I've been slow going it leave it on auto most of the time kind of read through it and then when the exploration stuff comes in it's like i'm double and triple check in every area that i can go to uh to make sure i'm not missing anything yeah and it's like i mean it's enjoyable i mean it's been some in like the exploration of the free free action stuff it's been it's been interesting because uh the screenshot you sent me of uh like the the text not being replaced <laughs> yeah i never saw that see i didn't either so i guess it got patched yeah. in with the, with Way the too day what? one update yeah there was uh there was a, there there was was a placeholder pic- text mm-hmm. oh god uh from that QA. never got replaced yeah some someone found it so, you yeah, know their their game wasn't updated with the day one patch and there was a, a dialogue point where qa had put on the screen it's just like you know uh whatever our protagonist's name is to uh to comma whatever um, you know, uh, you know, his picture and name does not appear in this scene. And like people took screenshots and went all over Twitter. It was something just from QA process that didn't get fixed. <laughs> but I guess it got patched with day one patch. 
But yeah, no, it's like I've I've been I've been enjoy- like I said the exploration and uh, free action break points you get to like just break up the the story bits of it. Those have been entertaining because I found that because uh, there's always at least in every one I've been in so far, uh, depending on who you talk to and what or and kind of what order and stuff, a lot more options do populate than you have points to. Yes, to that is true. That is true. Because you start so off like, with like nine to eleven, and stuff just keeps popping up in terms of interaction. Yeah. You really need to pick and choose what you want to do. Yeah, because it's like there's there's a couple characters where like I just don't want to talk to them. I feel that. Uh, I feel was Suji like, one? Was Suji one? Yeah, I never talked. Fuck to him that guy. That guy's such a prick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking Shuji, hate that I, piece I, of I, shit. I refuse if he if the unless the option was there, where I had to talk to him to make the story progress. I went and talked to everybody else and traveled around to find some others other little plot point to talk about during those times. He was such a dick to Lopemon, that motherfucker. It's like, it's so annoying. It is. Like, Zach, imagine, imagine the, a character who's like, I'm the oldest one here, I'm gonna be the leader. But then he's a fucking prick and then he doesn't know what to do and cries the whole time. Yeah. And then when you, when you talk, like when you tell him, hey, that's not helping, he yells at you. Yep. I mean, that sounds like a perfectly rational person in a situation who thinks he needs to take charge. All right, I'm going to turn his camera off. Hold on. <laughs> Fucker, yeah, I still uh, got the switches. No, I can just turn off your camera. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's no, very... It was... It's very much like the... The battling is kind of not taking any sort of high point for me. Stories... It's like I'm paying more attention to the story than I am the battling at this point. Right. Uh, and then it's like I'm not as worried about trying to collect all the Digimon anymore because the it's like just having to do the talking points with them oh and it God. being a percentage. Uh, I told you uh, when I first jumped in here, Alex, I lost a 50-50 coin flip four times in a row yep. for, a, for one of the Digimon. And it's like I just had to keep going into the battle because like, it was just a free battle that you got to uh, talk to them in. And it was just had to do it, and it's like, oh, they're not there again. I gotta do the battle so I can get them to repopulate back in. Uh, can you not just quit out a battle? No. Uh, you can restart the battle, or you can quit back to the menu, but it doesn't change. But if you do, if you do the uh, a free battle, then it repopulates what the enemies will be the next for the next battle. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I do so want to like, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so if they're not, if it's not what you want to see or what you're looking for, you can just do the battle, and then, and then it just refreshes who would be in there. And I do want to say for people listening that maybe that are Digimon fans and haven't picked up the game, we're just interested in it. What he's referring to is how you get more Digimon to your team and fill out like the Digi decks, I guess is what I'll call it. Um, you go do these free battles or Pokemon that are Digimon that are set to be there. Uh, and then how to recruit them is that you need to talk to them and answer questions. It gives you, you know, they they make some statement or whatever, and it gives you four choices, and you have to pick the one that is most likely to please them. And depending on the choice, it'll give you, like, you know, uh, one point on a six-point bar or two points, or it'll give you negative points if it's the answer they did not like. You have to get at least three. And once that happens, like, and, you know, you get the three chances to talk to them, whatever, then, you know, if you pass that three-point or get to the three-point, that you can have the choice to either ask them for an item or ask them to join your party and joining your team. It's like, it's an X percentage chance 
you know, based on whatever. And it's it's honestly just more annoying and a tedious. It's it's honestly more annoying and tedious than anything to the point where that I've just stopped doing it. Unless there's a mon that I really, 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 really love that pops up, I'm I don't give a shit anymore. I'll just roll with the main ones. I don't, I really don't care at this point, <laughs> especially since I have you know Growlmon. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I love Growlmon. Yeah, I will say I'm glad I did do it for some of them because it. It's made some of the story missions a hell of a lot easier. Okay. But, uh, just from just from rolling the dice on it, on some of them, like, because uh, I lost a lot of coin flips early on, but it made up for it with me. Where, like, I, uh, I think like, uh, because I think Tuskmon was one of them. It was like a, I think yeah. I had like an eighteen percent chance on it. Got it first try. Nice. Couple of them, couple of them were like that, so it's like luck kind of came back to me a little bit. Uh, but yeah, overall, I'm I'm enjoying the game more than I was last week. I agree. Now that I've got out of the hand holding stuff and actually got more into the story content, I would say I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot more. The story is good. I like the story, but it's just like that first part of the game is gonna be it's gonna be so rough for a lot of people. Where it's like you, re, I'm like me and John said last week. You really got to be a Digimon fan, you know, to, to if you want to make it through that. That beginning portion is brutal because of how much your hand is held yeah. and how slow it is. Oh yeah, honestly, like parts three and four were both. I enjoyed parts three and four quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, part five was good, part five but it started was long. Part five started wearing on me because it went from like, okay, we're kind of progressing it, and then back to a point where it's like, okay, now let me wander through essentially a maze and find my and find uh my friends one at a time yep, and do the same, the same thing process every, yep. six times yep which is that was that was annoying it's like that got tedious with me i got a, i was starting to get a little annoyed with that but right overall it's like overall story's just been getting more and more interesting yeah uh i do want to give a couple shout outs for anyone that wants to play this game um you know they're not. I'm not gonna like hard say like this or that or anything, but some kind. I'm flirting with some spoilers on this because I do feel like this is good information to know. Where it's like when these moments happen, don't try to like reload a save file and prevent it from happening. Right. So the couple things I do want to shout out um, is number one, keep in mind this is more of a horror based game. That is that is how this game is built with its horror theme with its horror themes. Right. Uh, so the two things that I do want to shout out, just to keep in mind, is number one, Agamon, your choices matter for his evolutions. I'll leave it at that. Figure it out as you will. Number two, and again, this is me flirting with some spoiler stuff, so if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead like a minute and you'll be good. Uh, you will lose two characters, and I want to go ahead and say that because I don't, you know, as I could see someone who doesn't want anyone to be lost, you know, and like it happened and they try to reload to prevent it and they just can't, you, you will lose them no matter what. I found that out. Yeah. First playthrough, yeah. you play cannot through, stop it. They are it. not savable. Yes, they are not savable. So I, I'm just, I didn't want to shout that out. I'm not saying who, I'm not saying when, but just keep that in mind. Don't try to reload and save them. It is not possible. Uh, now you can po you can save them on a new game plus. You know another your your next run, yeah. but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's, it's like you in in the new game plus you can technically save them. Yep. But you have to very actively try to save them. Yeah, you have to like actively talk to them. You know, basically use your use your move pool wisely. 
And that, that's all I'll say. I wanted to stress that for because again, I could because I would be one of those people. Who, so what you're telling me is, during the first part, I should just play Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Might yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And it's possible that you could still lose others, you know. But there's just two for sure, two set characters for sure. No matter what is gone first run, and you could potentially lose more depending again on your choices because the three choices the the morale the harmony and the wrathfulness depending on which way that you're floating throughout this game will actually impact who the other ones are going to be that could potentially be lost so it that is a pretty interesting aspect i will say yeah i think you said you're you're very heavily swinging one way unfortunately with all your choices i'm i'm flip-flopping back and forth it's like i've got i'm i'm either very straightforward and telling people what they don't want to hear or I'm trying to be very agreeable. <laughs> See, I've been answering these in a way that I would personally answer them. So like I didn't realize how much the that stuff impacted like certain elements until until I'm pretty deep into this in terms of how far I've gone with one with one way. So I'm just like, well, potentially fucked in a couple areas. Let's go ahead and try to fix it and go one of the other ways and do my best. So now I'm just answering it based on, all right, that's that option. I'm picking it, you know, just based on yeah. like, you know, the different, See, different I'm, types. It's, I realized that the choices kind of mattered for, for like the evolution lines and that, but I, at the same time, I'm like, eh, we're just going to, we're just going to roll with them for the most part. I'm still, unless there's an option that I look at and I'm like, I'm going to pick this one just because it seems like something that the, a reasonable person wouldn't do. Like I've made a couple of those uh, picks with it where I'm like, well, clearly nobody wants to do this, so I'm going to do it. Aside from a few of those, a John move. <laughs> yeah, aside from a few of those, it's like I'm just kind of picking whichever one feels right in the moment and rolling with it. Whatever happens, happens. I'm not going for anything specific. Now, with where we we both are at this time, because we're only in part six, we can't sit here and give it a proper rating. We'll have to do that later. But my question is for you, is this like with how the story is going and just the game itself, is this a game that you would go and jump into a new game plus? Or is it something that's just like, it's going to be far on your back burner? Because this uh, game's obviously was, built to do new game plus. That's the point. Well, I was thinking about it uh, earlier because it, it seems like something that would be... It wouldn't be bad to do a new game plus on, uh, because at least for the first portion of it, you can just kind of you can just hit that skip and roll into roll into decision times, and then kind of up until you hit uh, up until you hit like uh, whatever point it would be for a new path. Mm. So it's like it might be something that I look into. It kind of just depends on playing the rest of the game how the story feels from there. Right. I could agree with that. And I'll also say with uh, the New Game Plus, one benefit is that since we would have already obviously played the game, all of the dialogue, you could essentially skip if you wanted to. Like, fast skip. Uh, because yeah. I've noticed that in a couple times where I'll, like, you know, just going around whatever area, talk to a person I already talked to, uh, just to see if there's anything else, and the skip would be on, right? And it just immediately flew through that because I already did it. I already talked to him once. So basically it'll give you one time where it'll go where you can just skip it yourself, but it's not going to auto-skip auto through it. Like, you know, it'll appear, 
and you can you can just hit skip after all the text appears or you mainly skip it but like if you have the skip on and it's a conversation you had it will just automatically fly through in a heartbeat so that could be one plus to a new game plus is that you can skip all the just brutal beginning of the game uh any other thoughts on digimon survive or are you ready to move on uh yeah i think i'm ready to move on i'm just it, it's one of those where kind of kind of what we said last week we were kind of unsure about it played it for decent amount this week it's getting better yeah it's getting better uh each each part has gotten better so far so yeah i will say playing this has just made me had the most irresistible like it's just the most brutal brutal itch i want to play the digimon story games so bad like i'm just now i'm in a digimon mood i'm like i look over the digimon game story games on my shelf i'm like i want to play you right now but i need to play this first Are you a hardcore computer gamer? Maybe looking for some new equipment for whatever your setup is? Well, let me talk to you about Red Dragon. You can use the referral link down below and promo code GAMESTAT to get 10% off. Red Dragon has a little bit of everything at a much more friendly price than some of the higher competitors out there in the market. Keyboards, mouse, mouse pads, uh, various types of keyboards, headphones, speakers, everything of the sort. Red Dragon's got it all. Definitely pick up some Red Dragon. I've been using them for years and cannot recommend them enough. Let's get back to the show. All right. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so, uh, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. We did have uh, some gameplay. First 16 minutes revealed from IGN. They're IGN first for August. Um, so, the first thing that I did notice right away with this uh, gameplay, a lot more positive online. A lot more positive feedback online from people. Because people actually... it's This game has been a mixed bag yes. for a, a while for reactions. You know, A lot of people comment on this one, you know, how they felt like it was more polished, looked a lot better than it, all the other pres, you know, presentations they've done so far. Uh, I thought it looked really fun. I like the different aspects about it. Like, you know, because like, I know you shout this out right when you started watching it, where it's just like, they, you know, choose who you want in that exact situation. They chose Batgirl, whatever, to move forward with it. You know, and then there's just the different elements in there where it's like, uh, you know, a mix of like, you know, your normal stealthy combat, just open, you know, out in the open combat, plus like the uh, like the the detective work that kind of goes into it as you're like in this particular 16 minutes checking out like a crime scene, scanning the area, stuff like that. A lot, I mean, I I mean, like I said before, when we got like the last gameplay, I get, you know, me personally, I just see a lot of Spider-Man vibes, but I did ask at the time like. Hey, is that did Spider Man start that or Batman Arkham? Because I didn't play the Batman Arkham games, but yeah, you know, I know you watched. What was your overall thoughts on this? I mean, my overall thoughts of the first sixteen minutes is it honestly didn't reveal a whole lot to me other than just how the game looked, because a lot of the aspects of it is just for the most part polished up and sort of different flavored versions of stuff that was already in the Arkham games. Which I don't know if it's just going to be for. It's going to be the same for all four characters, whether it was just that way for Batgirl. Because, I mean, in all the Arkham games, you already had investigation scenes and whatnot. But it seemed like it was a lot more streamlined with this one with the Batgirl stuff and whatnot. Especially with the whole uh, figuring out the code to the secret room and whatnot. Because I did not play the last Arkham game, so I don't know if they added that into the last one or not. But all that fun stuff. Uh, As you said, when selecting your character, I liked how they did it how the way they did it and just it was the four of them meeting and agreeing on what they were going to do next and you just sort of pick from that meeting of who's going to go check the place out or as far as we're aware maybe if you choose one of the other characters they go check somewhere else out mm. um as for combat and whatnot specifically with Batgirl, i mean 
it didn't seem a whole lot different other than just having Batgirl as type moves and whatnot from what I remember from the Arkham games. The one thing I did sort of note though, especially in the, um, I don't even remember the room because I sort of started skipping through just to see what the combat was, is the room when Batgirl was fighting the group of them, it seemed a lot wider area than I remember from a lot of the Arkham games. The Arkham games did have some wider areas where you fought in, but then you were also usually being bombarded by hordes of enemies or there was going to be some sort of boss fight. Because I remember a lot of the Arkham fights being in a lot of more close quarters, quick uh, fighting where Batman decks a room of guys in like a minute. <laughs> right. Versus this when it was a lot wider open. She was had a lot of space in between them to use the bat rings and whatnot and take people out. And then the fight against the shield guy, which I assume was just an elite enemy and not necessarily a boss because he seemed very simple for a boss. And just seeing I thought the same thing. I thought it was very simple for a boss. And just that simple mechanic of just having to move out of the way and get behind him to be able to real damage him or could knock the shield out of the way for a moment and whatnot. So, I mean, overall, it looked very good and polished. As for anything outside of regular Arkham games, which I guess technically this isn't an Arkham game, but it's from that series. Because I don't know if it's even the same studio doing. Is it? Is it no. Rocksteady? No. Okay. It's a... Uh... WB Montreal. Okay. But it's more or less taking up from where the Arkham games left off. So, I mean, does it look nice? Yes. Has it excited me for anything more than just an Arkham game with characters other than Batman? Not really. Okay. Uh, I'm still pretty excited for the game, personally. Um, I, th- I think everything that they've shown so far, like, it's, you know, a lot of the, the hate that this game has got online... Uh, I mean, I can see aspects of it, but it's just like I see what the game is trying to go for, you know? And I guess people are just expecting something more and they're not getting it. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe with uh, this past uh, gameplay reveal, and, you know, th- again, with this being IGN first, we should get more throughout this month. Hopefully. Kind of like, like they did with Sonic, which that was a that was a botch. But anyway, uh, so hope, hopefully this one won't. Good first start. Already on a better start than what Sega allowed IGN to do, so that's cool. Um, but like, I feel like as we get further into the month, and you maybe get to even explore more elements of just like the game itself. Like, cause I know one thing that I noted from this that I enjoy because I enjoy this in all games like this. This is one of my drawing points for games like this. Is just like the uh, like the banter between between them, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it was it was sprinkled in throughout. Yes, it. it's just the banter between them, and that's something that I I immensely enjoy about games like these. It's just the banter between whoever your team or squad is or whatever. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty pumped for the game. I was planning on getting the deluxe edition personally. So I'm looking forward to that game for Xbox. Hopefully we can all play. I'm going to yeah, play. I mean, I'm getting I mean, it. Zach, I'll play with you. I'll I will play. Pl- I will play. I will play. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I want to play this game. Looks great. I'm we'll exci- see. I'm excited for it. Um, John, did you have any thoughts on this? I know you didn't watch the uh, 16 minutes, but any any thoughts you want to shout out there? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I mean, I don't. Not having seen it, I mean, I'm I'm still excited for the game. I just didn't pay attention to the, the fact that this had come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I assume that for the most part, it's probably what I've come to expect from. Uh, Seeing games that kind of have this similar combat style. Yes. If anything, when Zach was talking about like the the more open kind of open fighting area that they were they were in, 
it's like as soon as you were saying that, I was like, yeah, Arkham games tend to be. I haven't played all the Arkham games, but I played some. They do tend to be in a more enclosed environment where where it's happening. So having a little more open space, I mean. And which my thought on that was, it might they may have made it more open just because we do know it's going to have that co-op feature. As far as we're aware, it's just two people. Or did they finally say it was going to be four-person co-op? That's a great question, actually. Because I know last time, whenever they said it, it was only going to be two people. So, I, But people were harking about wanting to have four-person pe- co-op because you have all four characters yeah, playable. Right. It makes sense. But uh, I don't know if they ever came back out and said anything about it. I'd have to double-check double into that. Um, but, I mean, with the co-op aspect being known, and as far as I'm aware, the co-op's going to be from the start. Yeah. Unless you have to go through the prologue first. Um, so that would have definitely explained for the bigger area, but even then it's still very wide. But then again, it could have also been wide just because it did have that fight with the shielder whose big thing was charging at you and you dodging out of the way. Because usually when there was bigger rooms in any of the Arkham games, it was for some sort of setup like that. There was going to be either waves of enemies or something you had to move out of the way of, like the Bane fights. Uh, well, one of the Bane fights, I should say. Uh yeah, because most of it was close quarters. You just decked people and carried on. <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, looks at least at least from what I'm seeing upon a very quick search, two two players for co-op. That's what I was thinking last I heard. I wonder if four would come later. I don't know because like that is a great point. You got four characters, so why not? I mean, it would mostly be balanced on how they did their game. So if they did I, it specifically for two people. And didn't count I, for four people. Yeah, I did see see one thing during the quick search. Uh, it said uh, Gotham Knights always designed for two players. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that may, that still may not be a bad experience, though. Honestly, I mean, honestly, it should be a good experience because from what we saw from the first, it looks like they have a very fleshed out story, like most yep. the Arkham series games have. And until they say otherwise, I'm just going to assume it's part of the Arkham series. Um, and everything. And everything looked good and polished. Looked like... They didn't say, but it was either running on... It was PlayStation 5 it was running on, because it's only on next-gen consoles. Yes, correct. So, I mean, it looked good and everything, so... Right. I mean, yeah, the gameplay itself, like... Well, again, while it may be like lackluster for some other people, I'm already personally sold on it. It's fine for me. I think it looks like it's enough fun for me to enjoy. So now I'm just waiting to see when the game comes out, like how much is the story going to really grab me? And I already feel like I'm, I already feel like it, it probably would, honestly. I feel like it's going to have a pretty good story. Just, I just know, I just know for me personally, gameplay wise, yeah, it looks good. I'm fine with it. I mean, gameplay wise, if you like the Arkham games gameplay, you'll probably like this one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Next thing we have up here. Zach, one of your games has returned from the dead. It's not dead, though, is the funny thing. I know. It's not <laughs> dead. Uh, Evolve, making a resurgence in 2022. You sent this in the in our general chat, and I'm just like, no shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw this article, and it had just been posted up like four hours ago, and I went, it's not dead. It's <laughs> like, let's go. Because <laughs> I got hard into Evolve. Like, uh, so, so captured on this evolves not dead on pc consoles it's still dead as hell it's dead it's super dead (laughs) um and the reason why it's still alive on pc for anyone who didn't know is peer-to-peer servers were made a thing 
And that's how Evolve Stage 2 stayed alive, even after Turtle Rock and 2K gave up on Evolve, tried to sweep it on the rug and everything, and moved on. Uh, peer-to-peer servers stayed up, and people were still doing that till some sort of update on Steam killed that. And then people hit up the 2K Discord, and it's just like, hey, what happened? There's peer-to-peer servers. What'd y'all do? And 2K went and like, went, oh, look at that. Flip. Hey, it's back up. Have fun, guys. And <laughs> Have they, a good one. <laughs> and they, picked, they, they flipped them back on at the beginning of July, and people were like, yeah, and everything. And apparently, uh, as the time at the time of release of that article, which was, I think, just last week, um, Valve yeah. skyrocketed in player rates as soon as those peer-to-peers were out, getting as many uh, concurrent players as back, back for Blood, the <laughs> next game Turtle Rock Studios did which they're not Turtle Rock Studios anymore, but the Turtle Rock Studios team worked on. Right. So their new game, which also, shout out to Back for Blood, they announced their second DLC, Children of the Worm. Um, so they got two games that have the same amount of concurrent viewers, one made back in 2016 and one that came out in 2020. It's good to see a ga- uh, game from the past make a resurgence. I'm glad, I'm glad that you had your resurgence with yes, Evolve. Yeah, <laughs> Evolve is still super fun. I mean... The only thing is I was an Xbox player of it, so I am switching over to PC, which is fine. Most of the skills, most of my knowledge is still good, but there is some quality of life and whatnot stuff that came to PC when they went free-to-play and whatnot, which I am slightly adjusting to and whatnot. And the fact of that Evolve Stage 2 is probably the best uh, free-to-play uh, set up right now because since it is sort of dead literally everything is viable with the in-game currency and when i say everything i mean everything mm. characters skins uh, ability rank ups you don't have to put a single dime into that game if you're willing to grind out oh, okay that's actually pretty solid it's good to know and you've been you've been enjoying that this week i'm glad i'm yeah. glad i'm glad that you had a resurgence yeah i got to play evolve again and yeah. it's been fun well, uh, I think it's time for the weekly wrap-up. Uh, unless you guys have anything else you want to add on to anything of the talking points. Um, yeah, Back for Blood announced its second DLC, Children of the World. Going to add a fifth shout campaign. Out, uh, fifth campaign? Yeah, so shout there's going to be an Act 5 now. They're adding new enemy types, which are going to be people instead of zombies. Or not zombies, because they're not called zombies. Um, they're zombies. <laughs> A new character who's going to be a self-proclaimed prophet named Dan. And he's got a shit-eating grin, and he's got a friggin' twirl mustache and everything. Um, new, new exclusive skins for that act. New weapons. They're adding, I assume, traps, because one of the ones in the screenshot they showed was a bear trap. Mm. So that's going to be interesting. And more or less a whole bunch of new content besides just the tunnels of Terry that we got. Okay. Which the tunnels the tunnels are pretty fun DLC, but it's it has its whole own little thing. But getting a whole new campaign will be nice. Okay, okay. All right, let's jump into the weekly wrap up then. Wrap up the show in a beautiful fashion. Uh, so the first thing we got here, which uh, Zach did, did check this out a little bit, is we got a new dating sim out into the world. Uh, <laughs> new dating sim, uh, hooked on you, a Dead by Daylight dating sim. Shout out to that. Zach, you, you touched on this. How, how'd it go? I mean, I didn't play it or anything. I okay. Just, I just saw it. With, okay. I thought you played it. No. <laughs> I, I just saw it. It wouldn't surprise me if I you mean, did. If, if I was really bored, I probably would have. <laughs> um, 
I mean, yeah, it's just a weird dating sim game like the KFC one where you can go and date four of the killers on uh, Killers. I think it's like Killers Paradise Island right. is what it's called. And two of John, the- are you are you gonna play this? I see that look no, in their eyes. No, I, <laughs> I went to I went to the Steam. It's a bestseller. No, I went to it and I was like, oh, maybe it's still under new and trending. No, but only Fap Simulator Two is at the is on there. Hell yeah, only Fab Simulator Two, baby. Let's go. It's not the only one. Apparently, it's number two. There you go. Um, that's why I was laughing I was like what the fuck (laughs) yeah no it's just a visual novel for anybody who was like who's really into the killers and decide I want to date a killer so in the in the game you can that's a red flag I'm gonna tell you right now that's a red flag guys (laughs) so in the game for anyone who's interested you can try and romance the trapper uh, wraith uh, the spirit and Huntress. And Huntress is beefy as fuck. All right, I'm going to have to play this dating dating sim. <laughs> and then, for some reason, Dwight and... Uh, I forget her name. Claudia. Claudia. They're apparently employees on the resort. The Killer's Paradise Resort. And they just hang around and show up at random times. <laughs> oh, man. I did see where another uh, dating sim that we've uh, had some jokes at before was leaving Game Pass. Boyfriend Dungeon. Was leaving Game Pass. Oh, is it? Yeah, I saw that, and the first thing I thought of was, "Don't tickle my hilt." And I started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> oh man, shout out to that game. That game is wild. But yeah, shout out to uh, Dead by Daylight Dating Sim. I'm gonna have to hit uh, our other friend Zach up and ask him if he's gonna play it or not because he he 100 percent would. He's he, big into Dead by Daylight. He would 100 percent play it. I've seen the shit on his Steam. He would 100 percent play it. No doubt in my mind. All right, uh, the next thing that we got here is uh, we did get official confirmation. Tactics Ogre Reborn officially announced with that 11-11 date. Uh, so that should be pretty cool. Um, I, I might pick this up and try it. Because I looked at this game because it was on PSP, correct? I, th- I couldn't remember, to be honest. I'm pretty sure it was on PSP because uh, I recently got a new PSP again, and that was one of the games on my list where it's like, oh, yeah, if I find that, I'm going to buy it because I would like to play it. Just getting more and more into tactics games. So I may pick that up. Definitely won't play it day one, though, because I'm going to have God of War and something else came. Did something else come out that week? No, no. Yeah, something else will be in the God of War graveyard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What else was supposed to be? It was that's right, right. It was uh, potentially Sonic was in the God of War graveyard, and they oh, changed yeah, it's, it. Yeah, it's dead as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's just like thanks, guys. You're sending Sonic out to die. Appreciate that. Uh, next thing we have here is a rumor. Just wanted to shout this out in case something else comes out of it later. Uh, apparently, a rumor that EA is working on an Iron Man game. Uh, that would actually be well. That'd be, that'd be really cool just to get an actual Iron Man game happen. You know, the only one that I really had was the Iron Man VR. Um, EA is kind of an iffy one though, but this now this is the finest example of a rumor. Uh, this was from Tom Henderson uh, that initially put it out there, and uh, he flat out said, "Yeah, I would stick this strictly in the rumor mill, but I've ha- I have heard a lot of talk that EA's like next Marvel game they're working on is uh, is Iron Man. So I, that that would be one that I think would be really cool. Hey, it can only be better than the most recent DC game, which I'm not even sure why someone shilled out to bank it. <laughs> which one is that? Um. Uh, it's fucking DC Super Dogs or something like that. Are oh, you talking about the movie? No, like they, I know that's a movie. It's a movie, With but Dwayne they also <laughs> they also made a game to go, I guess, to hype it up, and it's some real shitty on rails shooter. 
Like, oh, okay. Like, it's real shitty looking. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Didn't see that. Uh, next thing we have here is uh, Co Media has officially rebranded to play on. Uh, I saw a lot of jokes that they rebranded because no one knew how to pronounce their name, which, fair. You know, people would say Co Media, people would say Koch Media. No one would really know how to pronounce their name. Uh, so now they are now known as Play On. All right. So shout out to uh, shout out to them. Uh, next thing we got here is apparently Tencent has raised its stake in Ubisoft. Initially had a 5% stake in 2018. And uh, it's definitely raised that with all the struggles that Ubisoft has had here recently. Uh, they're just trying to leave their mark there, trying to become one of the primary shareholders for Ubisoft because they view Ubisoft as a valuable asset is exactly what they said. I mean, all Tencent is going... Join us in the mobiles. Basically, we'll yes. Bring you down. Basically, yeah. No, Tencent uh, being the dark horse end up being a the primary like shareholder, aka the owner of Ubisoft. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming, but makes sense now that we're here. Uh, next thing that we have, still talking about potential ownership changing here, is that you know which we've talked about this a little bit before, especially after the sale of all of the Western publishers. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like they were aiming to get try to set themselves up to get purchased and get a lot of stuff off their baggage. Square Enix is reportedly, you know, seeking to be purchased, you know, seeking to uh, sell stakes in its studio and concentrate resources on Japanese games and stuff, uh, which we already knew based on them getting rid of all of their Western publishers for really what a lot of people consider chump change at 300, yeah. 300 mil. Um, so, now it's just like, all right, Sony, where are you at? Everyone's was, just waiting for Sony. I was about to say, either Sony yeah. or Sega's going to scoop that shit up. Well, I don't think Sega could. Well, well they might be. They uh, might, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Sony would be the one. Yeah, especially, Sony would be the best. Especially one. with how long they've worked together. I mean, it would 100%. Everyone, everyone and their mother is just like, all right, Sony, when, when, when are you going to make the announcement? We're waiting on it. Tencent. <laughs> yeah, Tencent swoops in. <laughs> hey, Tencent could, too. They could, they could. man. <laughs> Tencent has so much money, but no one, no one realizes it. <laughs> they, I mean, if Tencent came and scooped it up... I mean, prepare for Square Enix RPGs for having as many microtransactions as yes. possible. <laughs> yes. Oh, you want to buy this item from the shop owner? Pay us a dollar. <laughs> you want to go to this city? Pay us five dollars. Basically, exactly. Hey, you want an RPG? Pay full price, then pay $10 for every new city. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's a scary future, honestly. Uh, and the last thing here that we have for the weekly wrap-up, this is per Jason Schreier and Bloomberg. Apparently, Blizzard NetEase had canceled a mobile uh, World of Warcraft spinoff game that's been in development for three-plus years. It was an MMORPG set in the same universe of WoW, but in a different time period. Uh, development team of 100-plus people was disbanded. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it exactly means by disbanded. Like, are they just being moved to other projects, I would naturally assume, and not just fired? Uh, but apparently, it, some other talks about it is that in terms of this is kind of falling apart, they couldn't agree to money is what it came down to. So, And I would also imagine that maybe Microsoft had a little play in this. Maybe they wanted to pull the plug on it for whatever reason. I don't know. That sale should be, honestly, that, that should be completed a lot sooner than we think uh, from what I've been seeing. Activision Blizzard to go into Microsoft. That should be done a lot sooner than we think. So keep an eye out for that. But that's everything in the weekly wrap-up. Uh, did you boys have anything that you want to shout out that wasn't on the script? Anything that we chat about? Anything on the sorts? Uh, I don't think I have anything coming to mind right now. I'll be honest. I don't know if I electrically signed a NDA. I don't remember seeing one, but Breakers is entertaining. Oh, that's right. You're playing Breakers. I forgot about yeah. that. This dude always gets in. <laughs> I mean, 
I honestly don't remember if I signed an NDA, so I'm not going to say more than that. Okay. Well, find out if you did. Find out if you did. So I don't remember seeing one, but I'll double check. Yeah, find out if you did. I forgot. I forgot. I'm that was so happening. used to just clicking through that stuff. I was like, was there an NDA? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, see, now that you're in a video game podcast, you need to check this stuff. <laughs> shout, yeah, shout out to Breakers. I only launched it 30 bucks. Yeah, I checked that out the other day because uh, I, was, I was looking at what I wanted to buy it for. I was probably just going to buy it for Xbox. So, yep. I imagine that's what we'll all have it on. It's just Xbox. So. Just because PS5s are still hard as fuck. That is true. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. PS, PS5s is just a tough thing right now. But who knows when that will improve. What, maybe, maybe once this uh, like new PS5 model you know, that comes out, uh, supposedly, that just has a few different parts. Yeah. It's not an actual different model. If you find a PS5, fucking get it. Um, you know, may- maybe once that happens with some more ready- readily available parts, might be a little bit better. I mean, on the plus side, of, like, we've seen a change in, like, uh, graphics cards, you know, where yeah. they're, they're becoming more in stock again. Uh, prices have kind of started to go as they should at MSRP. So maybe PS5 is around the corner, too. We'll see. Just depends on, I feel like, if this other model comes out or not, but... Uh, but yeah, if you guys don't have anything else, hit the music, get out of here, feeling it, yeah? Yeah. All right, hit the music. All right, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows, it does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe button to help us build that community. And you can also go to the Game Static YouTube and also hit subscribe there and really help us out. True. As well, uh, thank you. Hit the bell. Let it notify you whenever videos come up. Maybe only on one channel, though, because I highly doubt you want us to see us come up twice on Game Static and... Sparky 3. That's true. I will be uploading the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Bye. I do everything he said and more. And uh, if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you very much. And uh, hopefully you'll join us again next week. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on some of, uh, some of our other channels as well, our other shows. Thank you. And especially make sure to check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You sign up for free or you sign up five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, promo code TechProbsTheZ for 25% off everything at sparky3shop.com. Uh, join the Discord down in the description below. Uh, especially if you are a football fan, Terrible Football Show has come back with live shows. We will be taking callers. And we would definitely appreciate if you checked out the de- Game Static dedicated YouTube channel. We do want to move over there at some point just because it will ultimately help grow the show. Um, you know, Once we get to a certain subscriber count, we'll be migrating the show over there. Uh, there was something else I was going to say. What was it? Uh, sponsors and partnerships. Check out all those. Uh, they, all the links down in the description below. Use your referral link, promo codes, all that stuff. And also keep an eye out for the channel this week. I've got a very, I've got a, I have a very fun video planned for this week that I'm looking forward to doing. So keep an eye out for that. And then of course, make sure to keep an eye out for Game Static episode 100 coming up very very soon, which will be featuring on us ranking 25 video game consoles, and that's gonna be pretty hype. I think the music is about to end. Nope, not, no, I didn't. All right, cool. All right, with that said, guys, have a good one. See you next time. Bye.